Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, I'm so excited for today's topic. It actually is the form of a question, and the question is, how do we balance dreaming, planning, and when to let go? And I absolutely love this question because I obviously love dreaming, planning. It's the Dream Planning Podcast, but it's a thoughtful question because especially as Christians, we are not supposed to put so much emphasis on our understanding, our timeline, our strategy. We are called to ultimately surrender, ultimately let go. And so how do we balance this? We're obviously not supposed to just sit and wait like a couch potato and not take control of our lives because I truly believe that the life we've been given, our time we have been given, the resources we have been given, our imagination and creativity that we've been given are designed to be used and God wants to use us to further the kingdom. So we are an active participant Um, in growing the kingdom and an active participant in our life, faith is a verb. We're called to take action. But how do we balance this? How do we balance dreaming and then taking those dreams and making plans and then ultimately when to let go? This question led me down a path to really ask, well, when are we supposed to dream? How do we approach dreaming in a healthy way so that we're not dreaming unhealthy dreams and when do we stop and make a plan when do we get to work and when do we let go and let God so I'm going to start with a scripture that's actually a warning James chapter 4 warns us from boasting and he says now listen you who say today or tomorrow we'll go to this or that city spend a year there carry on business make money why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is Lord, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes and all such boasting is evil. So this is a reminder that ultimately we make plans, but we have to always come back to surrender those plans to the will of God. We don't want to boast and say, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. This is the plan. We're going to make money because we ultimately don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Now that should not bring up a fear of never dreaming, never planning. Well, if I'm not in control, then like I shouldn't be doing anything. God will just bring the job to me. God will bring my husband to me. God will bring all the clarity to me. No, we're called to be active participants in our lives, truly. I believe you bring your hundred to the table and God brings his hundred to the table. And the good news is his hundred is a lot better than our hundred. So I want to dive into this question, break it down into the three major parts of balancing first dreaming and then planning and then when to let go. So we're going to dive into each of these one by one. 
starting with dreaming, which is obviously my jam. I consider myself a dreamer. You might consider yourself a dreamer as well. And I think it's important. And if you are listening to this and you're like, you know, I really haven't dreamed in a while. Maybe you've been in a space of lost inspiration or feeling stuck, or maybe your mental health has been suffering and you felt hopeless. And so you just haven't dreamed in a while. This is your reminder. I'm here today to remind you to make space to dream. You have to carve out time. You have to create a space to dream. Sometimes for some people, it's literally aesthetics, a clean desk, an open journal, a candle, some music, stuff that makes you happy, period. But here's the most important thing about dreaming, especially healthy dreaming. Healthy dreaming needs a good framework. And what do I mean by framework? a list of questions or a process that you go through to dream. Now, sometimes a dream just pops up in your head or pops into your heart, and that's great. You know, sometimes you're just in a flow, and that's wonderful. But in terms of dreaming and really looking at your future, you need a good framework. And here's where I always start people off on the framework. Number one, who do I want to become? Who do I want to become? This is such a pivotal question. It is a foundation of our dream planner in the personal growth section. And it's so important to ask this because from who you are, you birth what you do. And so who you become is so important to God. When we sit down and ask this question, who do I want to become in all areas of my life? We can then assess, okay, how far off am I? And then I like to go one step deeper and say, what area of my life is really on fire here? What area really needs attention? And that's something that I take people through in the personal growth section of our planner. If you wanna dive into this work on a deeper level, go listen to episode three. This is um, in our dream planner. If you have our dream planner, head over to our resources page. I have a video tutorial that walks you step-by-step through the personal growth section of our dream planner because this is so important. And we don't just do it once a year. We do it four times a year each quarter. We reconnect, we recalibrate, we refocus on who we are becoming. And I think this is one of the most pivotal dreams because your heart and your health of your your life, the health of your heart, the health of your spirituality, the health of your relationships, the health of your finances, the health of your home, all of it um, flows out who you are. Above all else, guard your heart. Everything you do flows from it. If you are unhealthy within, things are going to flow out of you that are unhealthy and we are connected beings mind soul body spirit and so it's important to really take that time to say who do i want to become and what are the actions i can take to become that person dreaming here is really where you set a goal you refocus on your future you recalibrate your your focus and make sure you're aligned with your priorities and this is my personal favorite place to start when it comes to dreaming Dreaming is important. That's where I want to land on this. It's important. It's important to do it. Um, We'll talk a little more about how often you should do it at the end, but it's important to do it. So make some time to dream and think about that framework. Who do I want to become? How far off am I from becoming this person? And then what area of my life 
is struggling the most. That's where you start. That's where you start. So let's talk about planning. I'm going to dive into planning. And once you answer that dreaming section we just went through, this is the next logical step. You plan to become. And the key to success is you have to show up for your plans. And this is where so many people drop off. You don't set intentional time to show up for yourself. You are the first person you flake on. And I'm not saying that to be mean to you. I'm saying that because that's what we all do. We are the first person we cancel on is ourselves. That's what we do as humans. It's not just you. It's me. It's everybody. So we have to recommit to showing up for ourselves And that's not a selfish thing. It sounds selfish, just like the semantics of it sound selfish. But when you show up for yourself, let's say you show up for your health, you show up to go to bed on time, you show up to take care of your finances, you show up at your job, you are creating legacy, you are investing in your health, which ultimately is gonna help you shine a light in the world. We are called to be the light of the world. We're called to love others. It's really hard to love others if you aren't getting the amount of sleep you need a night. If you are not taking care of your body, if you're not taking care of your finances, you're going to have undue stress on your relationships, on your marriage. So taking care of yourself, your finances, your professional life, your physical life, your relationships, your home is not selfish. It's a priority that you're called to keep. Now, let's talk about when we plan but we skipped step one, and that's what a lot of people do. It is so easy to do this, and I'll tell you how to know if you're doing it. So a lot of times we show up in our planner or we open up our journal, we grab our to-do list on Monday, and we plan out our week, and this is what happens when you plan and you skip the dreaming part. Your plan will end up consisting of three major things. Number one, survival. Number two, people pleasing. That's what your whole schedule is. You sit down to make a plan. You go, okay, what do I have to do to survive? Okay, I've got my grocery list. Okay, I've got, got to take the kids to school. I've got this appointment. I've got that appointment. We've got survival. And then you got people pleasing. Okay, what did I commit to that I can't fall? What, what did I say yes to? And I've, what do I have to do so nobody gets mad at me? What do I have to show up at work? What's to do on my plate so that I don't get in trouble by my boss? And that's what our whole life consists of, survival and people-pleasing. And let me tell you, that is a surefire way to utter burnout and unfulfillment. There's nothing wrong with being responsible for your health, being responsible for the survival of your children, being responsible for your responsibilities at work. There's nothing wrong with that, but when that is all your plan is, that is where utter burnout is going to show up. The third thing that your plan might consist of is the occasional coveting dream where you see someone else doing something and you're like, I want to do that. (laughs) And that's so easy to do, especially in an Instagram world. We see somebody take a vacation somewhere. We look up the resort. I want to go there. Or you see somebody starting a business. You see someone hitting some successful metric in their life and you're like, I want to do that. I want to put that on my dream list. And there's nothing wrong with being inspired by people. Um, I've been inspired by other people, other people's dreams. I think it's great to share dreams and it's, it's great to hear their testimonies and it's great to get recommendations on a good resort that's a good fit for your next vacation. But I'm just saying that if that is how your, your dreams are solely coming about, just 
taking other people's dreams and saying, okay, that's mine now, that isn't going to bring the joy and fulfillment of you sitting down with a blank canvas and truly building your own dreams. All these actions without purpose is just time spent survival and not investing in your holistic health. What happens in your schedule when it's like this is that there's so much time lost because you've spent all your time people pleasing, all your time surviving, and then, you know, planning your occasional dream that you saw someone else doing. And then all the other free time is stolen with which with whatever numbing out activity you like, whatever mindless addiction you tend to fall into, whether that's okay, well, I'm just going to watch this TV or I'm going to play on my phone or I'm going to get down a TikTok rabbit hole. Whatever it is that you would instantly go to without thinking, that's where the rest of your time goes. And that's another culprit to our unfulfillment and to our burnout. And I'm only saying this, friends, because I've lived it. (laughs) Like, I hope you know these are things that I've learned the hard way. And I've focused on dreaming and planning. And I know what it's like to have a week where I have my priorities in line. I've got my dreams. I have my actions of who I want to become that week. And I have time designated to do it. And then I have weeks where I didn't plan properly. And I'm just surviving. And that, it happens. If you've been in survival mode and people-pleasing mode, you're not alone. I'm not judging you. We all go through that season. But I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be like this. That's why that first step of dreaming is so critical before we plan. And then lastly, let's talk about letting go. With a big dream, with a big goal, when do you let go? And here's my answer to that. All big dreams ultimately must be surrendered to God. Without the surrender, this dream has the ability to become a major idol in your life. God works in mysterious ways and, you know, his miracles and his paths and his timing are not logical. They're just not. So we, we have to trust him and that trust, that action of trust is ultimately surrender. Now let's talk about practical dreams, let's say in business. To succeed at your goal, you often have to let go of how you're going to reach that finish line. I've heard a lot of great business advice that has helped me of the importance of having a firm goal, but a flexible approach. A firm goal, but a flexible approach. And this means, okay, I've got a firm goal of, let's say you're, you have a revenue goal in your business and let's come up with 10 different ways to reach that goal versus I'm only going to try one way. And if that one way doesn't work, okay, well, this goal stinks and I'm throwing it out the window. That's not the way to approach things successfully. That's the way to become a chronic quitter. Because here's the thing about at least business, and it's the same in life. Things change, people change, markets change, customers change. What worked one year for your business won't work next year for your business. For example, let's say you've been crushing it on Instagram for the past couple years guess what? It's not what it used to be. (laughs) And if you're a business owner, you're like, yeah, I know. Because, hey, it's changed. You got to make reels now and, you know, TikTok videos and point to captions and all that stuff that's just literally making me my skin crawl. (laughs) 
But it's true, you have to have a flexible approach because things change. And that's, that's the one promise you really have in life is that change is inevitable. So you have to be able to change. You have to be able to be flexible. I love the quote, if you don't give up, you win. Because you have to try something and then try something a new way. That is a strong quality in a successful business owner is someone who is persistent, who is okay with failure, okay with, okay, well, that approach didn't work. Let's try something else. This relates so much to the way we pray because we are called to pray in faith and ask God in faith, bold faith, and then let go and let God bring the miracle in his way, in his time. Like I said before, his miracles are not logical. His paths aren't linear. Just ask the Israelites. You know, they did not go the straight path to the promised land. They went all around the long way and it didn't make sense. God's miracles are not logical. They don't happen the same way. When Jesus was healing people, he never healed people the same way. He healed a lot of different blind people in the gospels. He didn't do it the same way. One time he used dirt. One time he uses spit. One time he just uses his voice. He didn't want us caught up in the process, the step-by-steps. He wanted you caught up in him and trusting him as the miracle provider. And so I hope you see both sides of the coin here that if you have a tactical business goal, that's great. Have the goal. Be flexible on the approach. If you have that prayer that you've been praying, be bold. Be firm. Pray that prayer. And then be flexible in the way that God will bring that miracle in his timing, in his way, the way he answers prayers, and ultimately his will. We have to be flexible, open, trust, and surrendered to his will. So let's jump back to the topic of dreaming. When should I dream? How often should I dream? Okay, there's no real right or wrong answer on here, but here is one answer. You should dream at least once a year, period, point blank. You need to dream once a year. And if you're married, you definitely need to dream once a year with your spouse. You and your spouse can't be running off with completely separate dreams. I mean, you're separate people. You have separate imaginations, but ultimately you're married. And in this covenant, it's so important for you guys to be aligned in your dreams and take time to share them. Take time to hear his dreams. Take time to hear her dreams. Um, Maybe you should plan a night away where you sit down and talk about your dreams and goals and what would be amazing in the next 10 years to work together in your marriage. Maybe it's buying a house. Maybe it's debt-free. Maybe it's taking some sort of uh, annual vacation and really set aside that time and plan for it, prepare for it. So that's the bare minimum once a year. And I want to invite you, personally invite you to the Dreamer Summit this year, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And y'all, I'm so excited. We already have some amazing speakers lined up for this year. Last year, we had Christine Kane, Dontree Wilkerson, Allie Worthington, Stephanie Gass, Chelsea Joe Moore. We had so many amazing speakers. And this year we have so many amazing speakers. I cannot wait. We're actually going to launch the tickets the same day we launch our 2022 collection, which is October 1st. So you can get your ticket and your planner or your planner kit or your party pack, all the things October 1st. So mark your planner, save the date for that. 
because that's going to be really fun. We're going to dream all together as a community and everyone around the world is invited to this summit. It's virtual, but it's not like a regular Zoom call at all. I promise you it's an interactive platform and it's so amazing. We really had a great experience last year and I'm excited again this year. So obviously you need to come dream with me at the Dreamer Summit. We'll be setting up our planners together, setting up our dreams. And I really like doing it that weekend because you finish the weekend on the 5th and you have all the rest of December to just relax and enjoy Christmas. And you know exactly what your plans are for the next year. You're not like hustling at the end of the year or the beginning of the year to dream. You've already set up your dreams and your personal growth plan for the next year by December 5th. So obviously once a year you should dream, but I like to dream about once a quarter. And I'll be honest, sometimes I just find myself in the mood to dream. Like I'm alone at a coffee shop or I'm alone on a vacation during nap time with a fresh journal and it just hits me. And that's okay. You can just go with the flow on that. But in this dreaming time, often that's a time where I am re-strategizing an area of my life that I feel is lacking. Like maybe I come to a crossroads and I'm journaling and I'm like, wow, my marriage could use some intentionality. Like what are some ideas that I can bring to the table? Or maybe my health has been poor. Like what are some things I can do? I sit with that question of how to feel more encouraged in that area. But here's, here's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is having a consistent weekly plan that includes all of my fundamental needs. And this is actually a training I learned from Chelsea Jo Moore's Fundamental Needs System. She is the host of the Systemize Your Life, Systemize Your Life podcast. She also spoke at the Dreamer Summit last year. She'll be there again this year. And she taught a whole module in the dream crafting course. And this literally revolutionized my life because she helps you pick out the needs that you have to take care of yourself holistically and then how to make sure you're making time for them in your weekly layout. So for example, tonight I have a date night and that's checking off my marriage bucket for the week. Yay. And I'm making sure that I'm taking care of my physical health, financial, my dwelling place, my motherhood. Like I have an, a weekly action set aside in my planner to make sure I'm at least hitting my minimums for personal growth. And this is a stabilizer for me so that I can stay healthy, which is so important for me to fulfill my purpose and just stay sane, to be honest. So that is amazing. And if you want more support and guidance in picking out your fundamental needs and crafting a plan that works for your week, take the Dream Crafting course. It is amazing. We have 88 other students in the academy that will be your dream champions, that will be right alongside you as you go through this course on your own and at your pace. You can learn more at thedreamerinyou.com. You can actually get $50 off with the code FIRST50, that's all caps, F-I-R-S-T, the number five and the number zero. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can click and learn more there. But that is my answer of how to balance dreaming, planning, and ultimately letting go. And if this episode has blessed you in any way, it would mean the world to me. If you could leave a quick 
30 second review on Apple or iTunes. I read each and every review and it really means the world to me. So if you could just take a quick second, pause this episode, go leave a review, I would be so thankful. Now I hope you have a wonderful week and remember, you are so loved. Bye guys.